Savaged. This program contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. Real news, it's not fake news. Answer along the line. Am I allowed to say that? Oh, I'm not looking. Anyway, guys. So yeah, we're, we're ready. One second. The left are liars. Stop the fucking bullshit. Bye. Go home to mommy. Or a group. It only takes one person to fight for freedom. Savage Well, welcome back, guys. I have a surprise twisted tea tonight. That's right, we're doing something a little different with Michael. We're gonna do some updates and twisted tea. So, Michael, welcome back. You were a guest in August, and you are back with some incredible updates and all of that good stuff. And we're gonna talk a little bit about podcasting because new seasons are starting for a lot of people. So, we want to get some of that good stuff out there as well. So, Michael, what has happened since August? A lot. Yes. Yes. The what, what is what is Michael Gardner uh, really like? You know, like what's his life? The platform, Michael, is because Savage Unfiltered goes deep. It goes raw. It tells you the facts. It tells you the you know we have a voice too, and we matter. And that's why I really appreciate what you do with your platform, Michael. Uh, you know, and I appreciate what Joseph does with his platform. I appreciate platforms that are bringing the truth to the table. What are we? I suggest everybody get on Rumble. This yeah. is working on getting on Rumble. I have an account on Rumble. I just don't know how to get all the good stuff. Yeah, the show the show drops at twelve midnight uh, this upcoming Wednesday, uh, which is our part of our second show, uh, Savage Cut, and that show is going to be called Double Standard. So that will be airing anywhere you hear a podcast uh, on its audio platform, including our video platforms on Rumble and YouTube. I love, and I like that phrase. Everywhere there's a podcast. We're constantly, constantly growing. I think we're up to like 60 audio platforms right now. Every time I Google search myself or, or I can't say Google. Sorry, Joseph. Uh, he's not near me in Detroit, but it's DuckDuckGo, right? Uh, every time I DuckDuckGo myself, I constantly find more platforms. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, and you do know Joseph will find out about that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's listening. I'm sure he's listening. He's probably putting LOLs or something in there. I can't even see the chat, but yeah, I'm sure he's going to go back to the replay or if he even is listening right now. I, I'm sure he is. He's probably saying yeah. bitch. <laughs> Hey guys, uh, welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome to uh, Savage Unfiltered. I'm your host, Savage, here. Uh, guys, we got a lot to talk about. I want to get into uh, uh, Obama uh, now criticizing Israel over Gaza. Uh, and he's going to go into some, some rhetoric, guys, that may surprise you or may have your draw, jaw dropped, guys, literally. Uh, you know, the words coming out of my mouth, I mean, I, I, I had to hesitate there on purpose, you know, I've, as you just heard me briefly, uh, literally. Uh, some of some of you guys will be surprised on some of his comments, uh, some of his rhetoric that was coming out. Uh, but let's dig right into it, guys. Let's 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 not uh, let's not hold off too much. Now, uh, this is just recently, guys, where uh, former President uh, Barack Obama 
uh, made a statement towards Israel uh, over Gaza, uh, basically stating here that don't harden Palestinian attitudes for generations. Now, what does he mean by this, folks? Well, uh, there is quite the baffle here, uh, which uh, he, he has mentioned Israel in the past. Uh, he has. Uh, if you go back to his earlier uh, presidency of when he was actually the president uh, during his first term, first two terms, excuse me, uh, he had mentioned it uh, a lot in his presidency. Now, he just basically uh, in a statement uh, this past Monday, uh, which was the 22nd, uh, basically wrote this in a statement, which the former president wrote. As I stated in an earlier post, Israel has the right to defend its citizens uh, against such wanton violence. And I fully support President Biden's call for the United States to support our longtime ally in going after Hamas. Basically, what the president had said was he said this, as I stated in an earlier post, Israel has the right to defend its citizens against such wanton violence. And I fully support President Biden's call for the United States to support our longtime ally in going after Hamas, dismantling its military agendas and the safe return of hundreds of hostages to their families. Now, what does he mean by this? He also goes into saying that, but even as we support Israel, we must also be clear on how Israel prosecutes this fight against Hamas matters. Now, folks, you have to remember one thing, okay? The world is watching closely against this region basically unfolding right before our eyes. Any any Israel, uh, Israeli military strategy that ignores human cost could ultimately backfire as we speak. Now, this is possibly going to be thousands of Palestinians that have already been killed in a bombing of Israel, uh, Gaza. Many of them were children. Hundreds of thousands have been forced from their homes. But the Israeli government's decision to cut off food, water, and electricity uh, to basically show civilian population, which not only threatens, but worsens a growing humanitarian crisis. Because we're seeing a humanitarian crisis like no other. I mean, literally, on both sides, folks, on both Israel and uh, Palestine. Um the Palestinian people. Now, where do I stand on this? A lot of people are probably going to question. I stand on our ally Israel. And why I do that is because one thing, they're one of our oldest allies in the world and they deserve our support from the United States. Now, does that mean fund them the same way that we're funding Ukraine? High possibility uh, because they do still support the United States. Now, I want to make the record straight here, folks. Now, the support from the United, uh, the support from Israel. I'm getting lost of words here. I want to make sure I put this in correctly. Okay, 
because this is very, very important to you, the listener, to understand the differences. The support from Israel versus the support from Ukraine is two different ballgames. We're getting more support from Israel than we do Ukraine. I, I mean, check it up. Fact check me if you want. Okay? I mean, I could be wrong on a lot of different things I say on the show, but I think I'm uh, pretty much almost accurate here that we do get more support from Israel than we do with Ukraine. Uh, We've had for years. But, I mean, uh, where does this all stand here? I want to play a clip here with uh, former President Obama's warning to Israel and Hamas war. Check this clip out, guys. Basically, pause it right there, guys. I want to I want to I, I want to basically show the listeners here exactly what you're seeing here, uh, you know, because this is important. Look at this again. I, I mean, it, 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 it's showing. I mean, I mean, literally uh, what just this is all about here. I, I mean, it's it, it really is. Disgusting. Uh, vocabulary on some um, sometimes how how journalists uh, put things because they they mislead the public on a lot of different things. Guys, check this out here. This is basically saying that Israel has only agreed to allow limited humanitarian aid to besieged Gaza. Well, let's read that again. Israel has only agreed to allow limited humanitarian aid. Now, if that's true or not, okay, if if that is true or not, then we have a lot to look at this. We have to do our homework correctly, folks, and understand, you know, was this uh, Obama's warning to us so many, many years ago with Israel and Gaza and the Palestinians and this and that? I mean, was he trying to warn us uh, even in his presidency? I I don't think so, uh, because there was conflict back then, just like there's conflict now. Uh, Israel has been fighting this fight for so many years, so many years. Uh, check more of this out, guys. I, I really want to play more of this uh, as we as we show you this, because this is very important stuff, guys. Breaking promises. Shut down the whole fucking government, let the CR expire, shut it down, then we got leverage to cut spending. Enough same old. We got a bunch of Finos, conservatives in name only, who want to all of a sudden 
who cried about Rhinos want to rush back to standard swap operations as normal. No. Fucking shut it all down. Yeah. Joseph on fire, joke man Joe. Jesus Christ. It's not full of comedy today. He's full of fucking fire. I'm telling you. <laughs> you finally fucking get some, and now all of a sudden, oh my god, oh my god, we need to go back to the swamp. We need a speaker right away. The, the fucking studio here in Tampa is about to engulf in flames here for Joseph to be here, here. Jesus Christ. It wasn't even that. It was a party scene. Like, throw your hands in the air, waving like you just don't care in the South. So everybody everybody made songs at the same time. You had 95 South, you had eight-time players. You had about 10 other records, right? But theirs was bass in the South. We're from hip hop. And I, I ordered all my records from, really wasn't even that. Savage. Now folks, with this, um, with this death toll here in Gaza, uh, which has surpassed 5,000 with no immediate ceasefire, no immediate ceasefire whatsoever, there's a lot of protesting going on with America right now, saying to seize fire in Israel on both sides. I know uh, Rashid uh, Tlaib uh, just made a, uh, a statement, uh, was it last week, uh, with the whole uh, charade that went up in the Capitol. That just led to a second insurrection. Uh, actually, the first insurrection, because the first insurrection back in 2020, that, I, that, that never happened. That never happened. That wasn't a real insurrection. We, we, we've had two insurrections, folks. We've had the, the, the insurrection of, uh, excuse me, fast forward. I had to correct myself. The supposedly insurrection uh, up in the Capitol by supposed MAGA supporters, which to be honest with you folks, that was that was a setup from the left uh, altogether. But we did have two insurrections that took place on November 4th, 2020, and the second insurrection that just took place last week during the speaker charade of a political circus that 22 rhinos are now trying to oust Jim Jordan. Where you actually had Representative Rashid Tlaib that orchestrated this whole thing. And why is she not arrested and prosecuted for uh, for orchestrating and influencing a insurrection is on me. On me. But let's let's look up at this a little bit more clear. Okay. I want to I want to fast forward to this, guys, and show you just this that the Israeli military is now reportedly repairing for a ground invasion of Gaza. Uh, terrible stuff, guys. Uh, really, 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 really bad stuff going on there. So where do we stand on this? Uh, do, 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 do we want to agree with uh, former President uh, Barack Obama? Do, do we? I mean, is he right about this? Well, here's something that was brought up, okay? Coming out of uh, Harvard Law School. <laughs> A professor by the name of Alan Dershowitz had said this, that no other country with comparable 
internal and external threats has had good a human rights record as as Israel. Now, Obama's own approach to terrorism came under criticism, folks, when he was president for being ineffective, uh, which showed huge amounts of his ineffectiveness that he was ineffective as a president towards his foreign policy. And that dates back to both terms as presidency. Uh, did he show strong foreign policy? Absolutely not. But how he got elected as a second term is on me. I still question, I still question how the American people voted for Barack Obama for his second term because his first term was a flop, broken promises towards his own group of people. He did nothing for the black community, and, and, and he still continues to do nothing for the black community. Now, I want to put this into play here. We speak about terrorism about being ineffective. Let's look at, uh, you know, former President George W. Bush's approach to it. What did that lead to? Well, it led to the beginning formulas and the roots towards the, the war in Afghanistan. And that led for many, many, many years, just about two generations of a war, one of the longest wars in, in the world, in American history. Our troops were over there for a very, very long time. And how they got pulled out is a freaking disgrace. A slop job, if you ask me. Literally a slop job. Disgusting it was. Now, George W. Bush's approach was sometimes marred by an overly aggressive posture. And then that led to Obama that had sometimes erred too far in the other direction. In wishful thinking. Now, this has hampered his administration's effects and efforts to combat the terrorist threat that he basically inherited off of uh, George W. Bush. Now, despite Obama's attempts to collaborate Bush's response, the American people find themselves living in a world full of plague with more terrorism than ever before, even before. With Spotify Ad Studio, you can reach millions of listeners wherever they listen, including podcasts. Our self-serve platform gives you speed, flexibility, and control to help you find your audience. Simply name your campaign and your ad set, then select podcast ads. Choose your industry to prevent your ads playing next to your competitor, and even exclude sensitive topics for more control on where your ad is heard. Focus your ad targeting to episode topics relevant to your brand and customer. Then input your dates for the length of the campaign. Set your desired budget and target your audience based on location, age, and gender. While creating your ad, keep an eye on the estimated results. This is based on the targeting and budget you choose. Nice. No creative? No problem. Leave it to our professional production service to do the heavy lifting. The Spotify creative team can write the script, record the VO, and produce your ad at no additional cost. We'll ask you a few questions along the way to make sure the ad sounds like your brand. Finally, preview your podcast ad and share it with your team. For ads served on Spotify, you can display a companion banner and clickable call to action too. Then hit publish. With episode downloads for ads served off Spotify, 
and a variety of listener metrics for ads served on Spotify, you can track your performance as your ad runs. Reach your audience where they already are. Create podcast ads today with Spotify Ad Studio. Have you heard about this Samsung flip phone or whatever? Apparently, you only have to look at it once and then it gets like stuck inside your mind or something. And the only way to stop it is to switch. <laughs> That's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. There's no way I'd ever switch to Leave. Now. Hey guys, what's going on? Something wrong? It's great for group shots. <laughs> it's great for group shots. Cindy, no! Guys, we got Cindy. We got Cindy. Let's go, let's go. I can't see anything. Run! Please get out of here. What's wrong? Go! Did I call for help? Got one. Go, go, go! presidents here folks three okay and the reason why i'm saying three is you have george w bush you have barack obama and you also have joe biden the current president right now in office all three of them folks all three of them in my personal opinion warmongers and war pigs that want this it's a big money scheme to them they benefit off of it so damn much so damn much you know, as you heard the opening of this podcast, folks, I played a clip of a, of a recent appearance that I was on with Miss Liz, uh, Tea Time, um, up in Canada. And, uh, you know, she had said, if you paid attention, I'm so glad that we could speak to other podcast hosts that deliver truth and just not fake narratives, not fake, stupid, bullshit spin that just certain media groups and networks want you to hear. Tell me one damn media network out there that will deliver the same thing I'm delivering on this show. Not very much. Not very much. I can name about six networks that only deliver facts. Facts. Not fake narratives. Facts. Because facts matter, folks. Facts matter. Facts over fear. Remember those words. Pick up the T-shirt, guys, at um, savagedarmy.com. You can check it out. I mean, it seriously. 
But I, I want to get into uh, this other video here of uh, Barack Obama. Uh, basically, comments. Comments. This goes back to this. This goes back. This goes back to his earlier presidency. So maybe you could see a little bit of what I'm talking about. Check this clip. The future must not belong to those who turn their backs on the prospect of peace. Let us leave behind those who thrive on conflict, those who reject the right of Israel to exist. The road is hard, but the destination is clear. A secure Jewish state of Israel and an independent, prosperous Palestine. Understanding that such a peace must come through a just agreement between the parties, America will walk alongside all who are prepared to make that journey. <laughs> Among Israelis and Palestinians, the future must not belong to those who turn their backs on the prospect of peace. Let us leave behind those who thrive on conflict, those who reject the right of Israel to exist. The road is hard, but the destination is clear a secure Jewish state of Israel, and an independent, prosperous Palestine. <laughs> Understanding that such a peace must come through a just agreement between the parties, America will walk alongside all who are prepared to make that journey. Among Israelis and Palestinians, the future must not belong to those who turn their backs on the prospect of peace. Let us leave behind those who thrive on conflict, those who reject the right of Israel to exist. The road is hard, but the destination is clear. A secure Jewish state of Israel and an independent, prosperous Palestine. Understanding that such a peace must come through a just agreement between the parties, America will walk alongside all who are prepared to make that journey. Now, you heard that, right, folks? You heard, you heard former President Obama making the same statement that he made just briefly. Just briefly this past week, which we put in the show here. So is there is there a comparison of Barack Obama during his presidency, the era of his presidency, compared to the Barack Obama that we see now? Because he's still criticizing Israel over Gaza. He's putting Gaza, in my personal opinion, You see where I'm going with that, right? In my personal opinion, he's putting Palestinians first before Israel. Why would you put a country first over your own ally known as Israel? Why would you do that? Why? Well, I could tell you why, and it might upset certain individuals. Y'all remember when Obama allowed the rise of ISIS, the so-called Islamic State, after a hasty retreat from Iraq? And then 
after mocking the group as the JV team. Remember that? He used that term, the JV team. Now, examining why his administration was not being more assertive in standing up to the radicalized Islamic terror group, a phase that he almost never used during his presidency, never used it one damn bit. And we see this with Joe Biden. They never used the term. I don't even think they recognize it, folks. Isn't that sad that they don't recognize and understand Tara? They sure enough uh, influenced the hell out of it. Folks, do you understand this? This is a Democratic Party that is so different from JFK era. This is not the same Democratic Party of the JFK era. This is an entire radicalized Democratic Party that is there for war and only their special interest of how they see it for themselves, for the United States of America. This is what you're seeing unfold. In a recent article, Politico basically put out a report that Democrats are stating to worry about a backlash among Arab American voters in swing states like Michigan who are upset that the most elected Democrats, with a very prominent exceptions, have supported Israel against <laughs> You know what they're worried about, right, folks? They're worried about votes. They're worried about Israeli or Arab American voters in this nation. They're worried that they will sometimes maybe swing the other fence and vote right. Isn't that sick? Isn't that sick how we as a nation look at sometimes as politics? We look at the politics like this. Isn't that sick? It's deranged. It's it's twisted. It's the Are you looking for a children's book company that even the strictest of homeschool moms will proudly allow in their homes? Meet Brave Books. Studies show that our children's morality is ingrained by age 10. So everything that goes into our children's minds matters. We can no longer trust secular kids' books for our children. They need new worlds, new heroes, and new stories to spark their imaginations. Brave books tell tales of epic adventures that kids and families will fall in love with and has fun discussion questions and games in the back of the book for the whole family to do together. Go to bravebooks.com and not only will you save 20% off your entire purchase, but you'll also get my brand new book for free when you subscribe to Brave's Freedom Island Book Club. Get a new book delivered right to your door every month that'll strengthen your children and unite your family. Use promo code BEBRAVE for 20% off. It's the twisted narrative bullshit that we constantly see in this nation. You see it from the Dems more than ever now in this country. More that they're worried about the backlash among Arab American voters in swing states. 
swing states. They care about swing states because that vote matters to them. They care about votes. They don't care about the well-being and welfare of the American voter. They can care two shits. All they care about is your vote. We seen that in the last election, did we not? It's terrible stuff of what's going on. It really is. It's disgusting. Disgusting. While you see in other news, as I close this episode out, guys, that certain news groups, NewsGuard, U.S. government now over censorship collaboration. Oh, they're trying to bring that censorship in real, real quick, are they not? Are they not? They're trying to have a field day in picketing with that, with free speech marketing social media groups, such as now X, formerly Twitter, Rumble, True Social, the three largest free marketing social media media groups out there right now. They're trying to put that hammer down on censorship. They really are. Well, they can get it in Facebook. They can get it in Instagram. Hell, they can probably get it in somewhat TikTok. You know- <laughs> Waterboard. But it's so good. Why is it still going on? <laughs> you got enjoyment out of this, didn't you? I did. You notice some of the videos that get pulled out real, real quick. They're trying to get that collaboration and censorship. They're really trying. Well, this uh, Concertum News which is a news website focused on foreign policy, which was funded by an award-winning journalist who helped break the Iran-Contra story in the 1980s, if everybody remembers that, go back memory down, down memory lane, is now suing NewsGuard and the U.S. government over alleged collaboration to suppress its reporting. They want to suppress it. They want to, like, yeah, yeah. That word is very heavy, suppress, which is critical of U.S. foreign policy. Hmm. 
Now, I'm going to go into this a little bit, and then I'm going to basically cl- uh, close out the show here with this. I want I want the listener to understand a little bit of where we're going with censorship because it's 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 literally it's affecting us every single day, and it's getting dangerous by the moment. Now, the complaint, which was filed in a federal court, is now focusing on NewsGuard's relationship with the Pentagon's Cyber Command. Now, this goes back to 2021 that the Pentagon uh, contracted NewsGuard to develop a system called misinformation fingerprints. Remember that? Or the Biden administration basically unfolded the... uh, the misinformation department, right? Where we had certain individuals literally fact-checking everything that we wrote on uh, social media, including Facebook, Instagram, formerly uh, X, now, uh, well, then it was Twitter, now it's X. They fact-checked everything we wrote. Uh, You can look back to the COVID era. Everything that you said during COVID was fact-checked, censored, labeled as misinformation, right? Well, Is it starting to bite them in their own ass? I think it is. Because free speech Americans out there are standing up defending their free speech, their First Amendment right, and hat tip to every American that's doing so. Thank you very much for stepping up instead of being the sheep. Because we all heard that term very loosely, the American sheep. I don't think people want to be the American sheep. I think people want to stand up for the rights. Do, Do they not? I think they do. Now, going back to 2021, the Pentagon contra- con, uh, contracted contracted NewsGuard to develop a system called misinformation fingerprints. Now, what is this? We're going to go into a little bit about this. They're known hoaxes, falsehoods, and misinformation narratives that were spreading online, and they tried to have it knocked down. Well. The complaint alleges that the U.S. government worked with NewsGuard to target and suppress the reporting, which frequently took a critical stance on U.S. foreign policy. And it took the foreign policy to countries such as Russia, Ukraine, and the Middle East. Now, these alleges that were through the contract with the Pentagon NewsGuard was acting jointly or in concert with the United States to concert a news organization to then alter the viewprints, engaging in the censorship and repression of views. Now, folks, as I close this out, the First Amendment rights of all American media, okay, are now being threatened by this arraignment with the Defense Department to defame and abridge the speech of U.S. media groups. We're seeing this, folks, literally all the time. I'm being suppressed by sometimes the 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 very same people that listen to this podcast. Oh, no, Savage is saying stuff that's not true. Joseph's saying stuff that's false. Cousin Sauce is making false narratives on the show. <laughs> A bunch of damn ridiculous sheeple. <laughs> it's time to wake up, America. It's time to put your big boy bridges on. 
It's time to stand up, fight, and stay this message. We the people have had enough. We the people will not put up with this charade. We the people will not tolerate this bullshit anymore. Do you want to be a sheep or do you want to be an American patriot? Do you want to have your voices silent or silenced for that matter? Because your own government is afraid of the truth. Your own government is only there now for power and for the special interest that they hold to their pocketbook. Remember that, folks. Remember. This is not the same government once said in 1776. This is a radicalized government that was set up by very dangerous people. And we're seeing that more than ever. More than ever. It's dangerous. It needs to stop. And it must stop in order to preserve our American liberties and freedoms. Guys, I want to close this out uh, by... Thanking anybody that joins us here on the podcast, whether you listen to us on audio, video, check us out, guys. Uh, it's 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 a tremendous, tremendous, uh, tremendous, uh, tremendous podcast here. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in, guys. Like I said, be savage, not average. Take it.